0: All right, so why is there no domestic tranquility? Why is that? And who's causing it? Well, there's lots of causes, quite honestly. There's, there's lots of causes. The, the causes of the loss of domestic tranquility in our country have come from voices in the media, voices overseas. Uh, but, but mainly, it has become about the voices that are going against our Constitution. Anything that goes against our Constitution, that's what provided domestic tranquility, was the rule of law. And once the law is sidelined, once it makes special exceptions for special people, domestic tranquility goes out the window because nobody knows what to trust. Now, this started, I think, I mean, we could go back even further, but where we are now, I think, is... Clinton, when the Clinton impeachment happened, and the argument about that was, well, it's not about sex, and he only lied to protect sex. Well, at that time, imagine this, we had this quaint idea that the president should always tell the truth. And if the president looks at you in the eye and lies that should be an impeachable offense. And that's what, that's what Americans believed back in the 1990s. Adorable. <laughs> it is adorable. But the press won on that one. First, the press tried to hide all of this stuff, said it was all nonsense conspiracy theory. And if it wasn't for Matt Drudge, we may not have ever known the truth about what happened in the White House with Monica Lewinsky. Now, We can argue about impeachment all you want, but here's the first stone. Never before did we have the ability to tell the truth outside of the media monolith. They were all in lockstep, just like they are right now, but you didn't have voices outside. You didn't have anything online, especially nobody was even online. And Drudge breaks this story. And so there's the beginning of the, dare I say it, chink in the armor. Then 2000, the election happens. It's close. They call it for Bush. Everybody goes to bed. They wake up and they find out, wait a minute, it's not Bush. Because there looks like there's some irregularity. Now, that's all right insane. But what America saw was people who were liberal in this very liberal uh, precinct taking out punch cards and examining them. I'll never forget the guy with the glasses and it looked like he had hair in his ears. Remember that bald guy? And he was examining it to see how hard was that punch. Was that a punch through? Was that a hanging chad? It's a dimple. Was it a dimple? Mm. Remember all that? Oh, yeah. And the we're intent like, of the voter. Right. This is no way to... To run... Uh, uh, to hire a president. What is this? And we didn't feel that it was really... Um, the Republicans didn't feel that was fair. And then the Democrats didn't think that the Supreme Court was fair. So we started down that course even further. Where we just were enemies. Because Bush was selected, not elected. Then nine eleven happened. Now... I know that Osama bin Laden was responsible for that. Those were Al-Qaeda members. They were all working for him. There is the steel melts. I know that's hard to believe for some, but steel melts. The conspiracy theories that went around 9-11, they were started, many of them, by Alex Jones, who at the time was considered a lefty. The left loved him. So we had that conspiracy, and we never really got to um, any answers. We did with the conspiracies, but we never got any real answers on why, why were all the Saudi nationals allowed to fly out when no planes were flying that day? We never felt comfortable with the 9-11 commission because we know that Sandy Berger went into the National Archives and snuck documents that we apparently still to this day don't know what they were because he destroyed them. And he only lost his security clearance for a while. If you and I did that, we'd go to prison and we would never be allowed even in a federal building unless it was to go to court. So we never got an answer on that. We never really understood why the United States is excusing Saudi Arabians. Then on top of it, you had this mix in the government, domestic tranquility, to make sure that we, we overextended the olive branch to Islam. Americans didn't have a problem with it. We didn't have a problem with it. But we were given in the middle of the night the Patriot Act and told you're not patriotic unless you're for it. And so now we have to take off our shoes and our belts and everything else. They're now scanning our eyes and we all know that's not really keeping us secure. That's not the best way to do it. This is more about us than them. We've started to violate things with the NSA. We have a huge server farm in Utah that was built. They won't tell us what records are there, but they have admitted they're collecting all communications on all Americans, but it's safe. It's safe. They're not doing anything with it. But we've never really gotten any answers. Even after uh, what's-his-name went over to Russia, uh, who was the whistleblower? Um, They made a movie about him. He was the guy who blew the whistle on the NSA. Ah, oh, shoot! No, what's no, no. his name? Snowden. Mm-hmm. Even after Snowden, we never really did get any answers, have we? So we haven't really gotten any answers on nine eleven. Well, I mean, we got answers on nine eleven, but c- c- about the there, details that you're talking we about, we want there, to right? know what Saudi Arabia yeah. was doing. How is Saudi Arabia? What is our relationship doing to us? I don't well, care about pointing fingers at somebody and say, well, you were a part of that. I don't care
1: about that. Especially in a week where a Saudi a military guy's over here shooting correct. up uh, our, our bases. We're
0: still dealing yeah. with it. And because those answers weren't actually asked and answered, and because we went politically correct, we do have the shooting. Now, this is three shootings of three military bases in a row. Uh, seems to me like we have a pattern here, but we're not talking about it. Dare we say it's terrorism from Saudi Arabia? We can't say it. Then we have the war in Iraq. The war in Iraq brought up on on what I think w- we thought were w- was accurate, that he had uh, weapons of mass destruction. But half the country doesn't believe that. And we really, have we had a final, can we all come together and and, it, and look at the facts and know for sure? Well, no, now we're finding out that even during Obama, they, they, the Obama administration was lying about how good the war was going. So we can't even trust the guy who came in with hope and change. Mm-hmm. And when he came in, he came in because the banking collapse, something that I for two or three or maybe even five years before was saying, this thing is going to come down. The banks are going to collapse under this and it's going to be a housing crisis. We were we were right. Everyone said we were going to be wrong. Okay, fine. But what really caused it? What really caused it? Well, we know we, we know we have the evidence that it was uh, that somebody was profiting, some probably Saudi Arabia profiting on our destruction of the banking crisis on that day. We know it. It's why we stopped trading. But what do we know? Shouldn't we have looked into that? Have we fixed that so it won't happen again? Nope. We don't talk about it. The banking crisis. Did anybody go to jail? The only ones that were punished were you. The people who had the loans, not the banks. In fact, they passed laws to fix what the problem was before the federal investigation on what the problem was was finished. We never got any answers. We never got any answers on Benghazi. We still don't have any answers on Hillary Clinton's emails that are satisfactory. You know, if I if I did that or you did that, we'd all go to jail. Hillary, it was just some mistake. It was an inaccuracy, which is what the Mueller report, the investigation from the IG, comes out and says these are just inaccuracies. No, these are clear policies that were violated. These things were violated for a reason. You're what are you, the keystone cops? America doesn't buy these answers. So now what do we do? We are at a crossroads and this Senate hearing and trial of impeachment will be the answer whether we survive or whether we have no domestic tranquility. I contend come from this Last shot in the Senate. More in a second. So if you look, if you look at what this impeachment can expose, Pat, this will really kind of expose the idea behind Benghazi because of civil society 2.0, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of gets you, gets you an answer there. It gets you an answer on what really happened in 2016 with the elections. It doesn't answer uh, Russia. I mean, we know that Trump was not colluding with Russia at this point. But Russia was trying to influence our elections. Yeah. Could Have you seen a report that says exactly what they did and how we are now positioned to make sure they never do it again? I haven't. No. So there's no explanation on that. We need to know the explanation on what Civil Society 2.0 is because that involves, I think, Benghazi, all of our military, these never-ending wars, this war of deep state thinking they control the president. It also exposes the Democratic Party and what they were doing. It exposes our relationship of us funding George Soros. There's a lot of things in here that need to be exposed, and if we don't get the answer, we can't recover. It will only lead us down a trail of bigger and worse conspiracy theories. That was one, I think, the real tragedies of the Mueller report situation.
1: I mean, as we see today, two articles of impeachment... Uh, brought up today, none of them have anything to do with the Mueller inf- report. They did all this time, all this investigation, and got nothing when it comes to that. They've gone through the impeachment and still didn't bring this one up. They did consider it, but didn't. And if you think about the the, the big problem, there is Mueller actually did do the thing you're talking about with Russia down to the point where they identified specific Bitcoin addresses of how Russia was transferring money around to influence our election. Uh, IP addresses, I mean, they went into incredible detail on that, and the media completely ignored it because it had nothing to do with Trump because they didn't care. It didn't feed their narrative
0: Mm -hmm. of, we need this guy out of here. They decided to completely ignore the real story. And left us in a situation to where you say, I agree that Russia tried to influence the election. They interpret that as, Mm -hmm. see, you believe that Trump did it too. No, No, I don't. That's totally different. Right, two separate things. And nobody will accept in the
1: mainstream media that it could have been Russia doing what they try to do,
0: and Ukraine, Mm who also tried to do, and China, yes, and North Korea, yes, and Iran. I mean, there's a list of people that would like to sow the seeds of discontent in our country, and we're all doing it because Congress. The administration, both of them, are are not standing up and saying, I want the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Donald Trump should say, right now, I want all of it. All of it. I want their people that they had testify, and I want my people. Let the chips fall where they may. I want Mm -hmm. a clear slate on this. this. This investigation would clean out the media. It would be the biggest humiliation and exposing of the media and their lies than ever before. If they do it right. If they do it right. Do you have any confidence <laughs>
1: that the Republicans are going to do it right?
0: <laughs> because I, I kind I have confidence in a few people. And if it doesn't, I shared with you a theory of mine, why it wouldn't. And did you believe it? Pat, did you think, well, that that makes total sense? Mm-hmm. Stu, did you? Mm-hmm. It makes sense, yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. If they don't do it, it will lead to other theories. And they are, at this point, conspiracy theories because there's no evidence, but people will look for a reason why. They all know. Half of the country knows right now. That this is a setup and a witch hunt, yeah. and they know that y- Ukraine did some things. They don't necessarily know what. They also know that Russia did some things. They want answers real, honest answers, not a puppet show, not a political stage show, real answers. And if you don't give it to the American people, you completely lose your relationship with them at this point. Mm-hmm. So the impeachment articles have been filed today. Abuse of power because the president went for personal gain against the national interests. No way you can prove that. No way you can prove that. Uh, in fact, I think you make a strong case that all of it was for the national interest. Uh, and I'll get into that a little bit tomorrow. The second is obstruction of Congress. No, they don't say obstruction of justice. They say obstruction of Congress because he didn't let people testify. Well, neither did Congress. Uh, But the reason why he held them back is because the president has a right to. In fact, many of the witnesses said, look, I have one branch of government tell me to testify. Another branch of government tell me not to. If Congress wants me to testify, they got to bring it to the court. If the court tells me a third branch that I have to testify or not, then I'll do it. They didn't do that because the courts have been very, very, very clear. When it comes to one branch over the other, they have the right to say no, unless the third branch gets involved and says yes. And it's been decided in our courts over and over and over again with the language along the lines of clear rights. So they're not going to be able to... To prove uh, uh, corruption or uh, what was it uh, ad- obstruction of Congress, now you want to talk about you want to talk about the national interests. You want to find out if the the national interests are there and if anyone has abused power. Tonight at five o'clock, I'm going to show you how the Congress has abused their power in unbelievable ways. And nobody seems to care. But that's all going to change as soon as it goes into the Senate. Now, Mark Levin, who is, uh, you know, co-founder uh, of of the Blaze with me, Blaze Media, is on this, like white on rice. Oh, my gosh. Is that racist? I mean, that is why racist, white yes. rice and not brown rice? Mm, thank I don't you know. very much. It's uh, just like white and brown on on rice. It's just like that. Mm. He's been all over this. I want to give you a little piece of what he said um, about what's really happening in this impeachment and what it's really
2: all about. Listen to this. No president in American history has ever been treated like this, let alone a president who's facing impeachment. No federal judge, all 18 of them that faced impeachment. They weren't all found guilty, but 18 of them have ever been treated like this. This is the most grotesque abuse of power by the House of Representatives under the control of the Democrats we've ever seen because it is a silent coup, the purpose of which is to remove a duly elected president and disenfranchise the almost 63 million people who voted for him. The reason the Republicans are are all united, all united, from all parts of the country, some more conservative than others in the House, they're all united. Not because every single one of them loves the president, but every single one of them is 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 absolutely flabbergasted by what's taking place in this phony House of Representatives.
0: Hmm. This is Mark Levin from his Blaze TV show. He is very clear. I hope to have him on today at uh, five o'clock if we can make our schedules uh, match. uh, He'll be on. And I really want to hear him on these on these two articles of impeachment. I mean, he's a constitutional scholar mm-hmm. and I think these two are absolutely laughable. The second one is complete garbage, garbage, That's garbage, garbage. I, the first
1: one, I mean, I don't believe, and I would not vote for it, but I mean, at least you can, the abuse of power has been a commonly, uh, constructed idea in the past, but I like your, your analysis of this. And I like Mark's analysis of this. I just wish I could get them in one place Maybe under one particular subscription. No, possible.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm not saying it's possible. I'm just, I'm no, just like it would wishing. take a. It would take a it's near group. Christmas. It would take a group of people. Like, I mean, it would be great to have like Dave Rubin. Oh yeah, right. And sure. Stephen Crowder. Yeah, yeah, all these people. You know, get it like 40 people together. Now you're getting ridiculous. I'm yeah, just saying I mean, it You would be, and Mark would be great. You, you couldn't get those egos mm-hmm. to do it. I mean, no. my ego. To share a space oh with somebody like, You're no terrible. Way. I never way. do that. In every way, you're terrible. Unless you went to blaze blazetv.com and subscribe for blazetv.com. Yeah, then, not I want to spend the whole thing. I'd rather save $10. What would I do then? Well, you'd have to use the promo code Glenn. Mm, yeah. Wow, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save uh, $10. And you get what... Stu says is a dream come true, Mm -hmm. and so much more, (laughs) as we will be announcing uh, in the coming days and weeks. We're really excited about what we have to offer you at uh, blazetv.com. All right. So what haven't we covered today?
1: So we've gone through the entire IG report Mm -hmm. and given you pretty much every single one of Mm -hmm. the major errors, uh, quote unquote errors. I love this. Yesterday, I was reading the New York Times story about this, and they're going through the inaccuracies. The Inaccurate. They called the, this one. They called an error. And mm-hmm. I want to. I want to understand how this is an error. It was an email that a quote unquote low level staffer uh, edited the email to take out things that did not agree with their FISA application.
0: This no, error was then fact, re- replicated in on fact, multiple. Didn't just like change a comma.
1: No, no. Changed
0: to- and print and and wrote in the reverse. Right of the of the uh, of the line.
1: That's not an error. No. Okay? That is an intentional act. The uh, errors and intentional acts are not the same thing. Like carry the one. I forgot to carry the one. I forgot. It, it I was forgot. It I, was a mistake. I was trying to do something right and instead I mis- I m- made a mistake and it was wrong. That's the that's an error. This is I was trying to do something wrong and succeeded.
0: That's not an error. This is like the Keystone Cops. You know what we should do? We should just take all of the footage of Mueller, his team, Congress, and the hearings, and just speed it up so it looks and put it in black and white Mm -hmm. so it looks like those old Keystone Cop movies. Because that's really what you have to believe, that this government is so inept that they would make these, what is it, 17 or 19 inaccuracies, which all go one way i mean it's one thing to say they're making errors and they're making errors if it cut both ways it's an error Mm -hmm. if you have 19 quote mistakes and one of them goes for this way one of them goes the other way but 19 mistakes that all happen to favor one side that's statistically impossible. <laughs> it does seem to be that way. It is. A um, couple
1: of other things from this report. One being the dossier was central, according to the IG, was central to how they acquired these FISA warrants, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. Yeah. Um, uh, and the dossier was uh, shown to be really you know, the piece of crap that we kind of all thought it was in that they went to try to actually figure out how many of these things were true. The only things that were true in there were publicly available um, information. Which is embarrassingly pathetic. I mean, if you can't get none of the things that that came to this report. The golden shower? No. They were not able to confirm that one. In fact, they had uh, witnesses, uh, not witnesses of that because it didn't happen, but people who were uh, in places to know and actually said, no, actually, that's the opposite of what happened. That didn't happen. Right. So that's a big, that's a kind of a big deal. And it also shows like, would anyone for any reason hire Christopher Steele for anything? After this, I mean, he was trying. He was charging a fortune to get uh, high-level information from sources around the world, and came up with literally nothing except for publicly available information. I mean, Fusion GPS got really ripped off. Well, I guess the DNC got ripped off at the Did end they? of it. Uh, I mean, now it comes to this, right? They've got an impeachment uh, potentially out of it, uh, so it is uh, it is central. But he didn't do anything. Right, like He pushed
0: an agenda, but he didn't actually get them any information. And that's pretty no, pathetic. No, they have the information that the DNC got from Fusion GPS, the information they had, if you had a decent press who would say, we're going to, even if it was exposed, because uh, what was it, what was the website that uh, just exposed it uh, and just, Published it oh, and then cna Buzzfeed yeah, BuzzFeed, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so CNN said we have to do. Okay, so what you do is you say these charges are out. We're going to let you know what these charges are, but we're not going to discuss this. We're doing our own investigation into this report, how this report came to- report came to be, and we're going to try to corroborate any of these things. They didn't do that. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that. So th- th- the DNC got what they wanted. The other one that they were working on was in in Ukraine. They wanted to bring down Paul Manafort. And I'm telling you, there's one thing I can't put my finger on, but I'm telling you, Tony Podesta is involved in this. He, I think, has done the same things that Paul Manafort did. And because I cannot explain why the day that Paul Manafort thing breaks, (laughs) he closes up shop. One of the most important uh, uh, lobbyists in Washington, D.C., he turns the lights off, fires everybody and says, this is our last day. Goodbye.
1: Oh, man, that was really weird. I mean, it it was reminiscent of like you've got a a dictator in, in control of a country and they come to you and they say, hey, people with torches are walking this way. There is a plane on that tarmac. You will never return to this country. Do you want to get in it? It's yeah. that type it was of scenario. That, it was so weird. He just All of a sudden, he just abandons ship, mm-hmm. leaves
0: behind this incredible business, mm-hmm. and no one ever asked another question about it. So how does that happen with Tony Podesta? Why? At the same time, when he's doing the same job that Manafort is doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, With a lot of the same people. With the same people. Ones get paid. The other doesn't. Very, very strange. Really, really weird. But what did they get? They got the same thing as the Steele report. They get a report that is so badly put together and so obviously um, not real that when they go to court, the FBI doesn't even use it. Doesn't even enter into evidence. the, The Justice Department told the DNC... All we need is another reason. If you just give us any reason, it doesn't have to be true, just has to be something that gives us reason to open this up because we blew another case. But we could take it again if you give us a reason to open it. And so they did. But it was such a bad reason that they didn't even use it in court.
1: Mm. And one last, I think, important takeaway from this. Uh, the the big headline from the mainstream media is that they found no political bias in this report. That is not, not however, true. the truth. What, no. they, what they found was, what they said was, we found no political bias at the, in the, uh, the beginnings of this report. It's not started because of political bias. However, what they said is documentary evidence of political bias. They could not find that, which is, in other words, me saying, like, if I text you, Glenn, and I say, hey, we got to start, start a movement to, to take Trump out, anything at our disposal, go for it. Right. Like that is something that you would do. And it sometimes does happen in these investigations. They actually catch people saying it that overtly. Mm -hmm. They didn't catch them doing that here. But there's something that happened where this this investigation started. Some of it was for legitimate reasons and some of it was for legitimate beliefs, but went political or at least followed the exact path it would have taken if it was political bias, well, it's hard is, to imagine it was something else.
0: Let me just give you. Let me just give you this one line. Remember, the media is telling you that they found no political bias. Steele's handling agent told us that when Steele provided him with the first election reports in July 2016 uh, and described his engagement with Fusion GPS, it was obvious to the agent that the request for the research was politically motivated. Mm. Okay. And they went along with it anyway. They went along with it and anyway. They, and didn't tell FISA, the right. FISA court, that very fact. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the poll numbers uh, for, uh, uh, for, what's his name, Boris Johnson in uh, England? You know, they're having another, they, I don't even know how their elections work. They seem to be voting every 10 minutes. Yes. That's, that's how they work. Um, but, you know, the, the reason why they had to have this vote is because they couldn't come to a consensus on the, uh, leaving the EU. And, the, Brexit, and the, the anti-Brexit people basically said, well, if we could vote again, then we can get this whole thing thrown out. And right. the uh, British people are like, don't seem to be into that. Uh, no. In fact, it looks almost like a Reagan-Mondale kind of sweep for Boris Johnson, mm. which I don't think they expected at all. The Labour Party is hemorrhaging just hemorrhaging. And I think the vote is on Thursday. And if it shapes up like some of the polls are showing, uh, they're leaving. They will leave in January. uh, I love how that
1: seems like a really bold statement after they voted it twice multiple years ago. Right. (laughs) You know, but it's true. It does. At at times, it has not felt as if it was going to happen. Uh, But Boris Johnson will do it if he can get control. Yeah, he actually will go ahead with it. Yeah,
0: so if they've put the right people in his party mm-hmm. in the conservative party, but it's a sweep for the conservatives and I'm I'm telling you if this Senate trial is played openly, fairly and exposes everything, it's going to be a sweep for Donald Trump. It will be a sweep for Donald Trump. Yeah. I, I think so. I, I mean, think this trial is going to do. It
1: depends on how it goes, I guess. I mean, it depends on how good of a re- job the Republicans do explaining this to people, how well people can dive in and understand it. If you have, have a,
0: you have Ted Cruz, one of the one of the best. Uh, attorneys out there. I mean, mean, the White
1: House apparently wants to do it over Christmas, which would... I mean,
0: I don't think they're going to do that. The Senate isn't going to pick it up, but it doesn't seem like they want to... Please, Mr. President, make lemonade out of these lemons. This is going to be the sweetest lemonade ever. Let this go through. Tell the press that you're even going to be there. You're just going to sit up in the balcony, and you might be texting and tweeting, and you might shout some things out. Get every eyeball on this hearing. Listening to Glenn.